What's going on? So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, what we refer to as like rehab purgatory. Basically, a lot of us get locked up and stuck in this element of I need to be able to do X, Y, and Z appropriately before I'm able to work out, train, or, 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 you know, return back to fitness or exercise or some, or something like that. So this is a, uh, this is a critical conversation that we have a lot of with our injured patients, but also even more importantly with, our, with chronic pain patients who feel like they're kind of stuck in this loop of not getting better. So I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Live Loud Life Podcast. My name is Dr. Antonio, your host of the Live Loud Life Podcast. Um, short bit of exciting news. Uh, I'm not sure when these episodes necessarily air. Um, I just try to film them and, and get them out and not necessarily on any particular schedule. But we're expecting baby number four. Uh, a surprise to both of us. Uh, still kind of wrapping my head around that. We are, Nichelle, my wife and I, we're going to be doing some recaps too of like first trimester recap. And then she's going to be doing kind of like a weekly vlog that just kind of updates on, you know, how pregnancy is going, what this stage looks like, her nutrition, her supplementations and things like that. So, so for those of you who are in this phase of life uh, and you're curious about that, be sure to check that out. We'll have a whole different section uh, within our YouTube page that'll be highlighting that. And we'll probably air a few of those episodes here on the Live Loud Life podcast as well. Uh, and be sure to be sure to subscribe, hit the little uh, bell notification if you follow, follow us on YouTube, uh, subscribe, whether that's on Apple podcast or wherever you listen to your podcast uh, to get that information as well. And then if you're not following us on Instagram, uh, our handle is live.loud.life. Um, uh, that's on that's that's our Instagram handle. So we we post obviously a lot more short form content there, but you can get a little bit more of that because our podcast episodes, the narrative that we're describing is less demonstrative purposes, right? Uh, you're hearing me talk more theoretical concepts on and so forth. But if you're interested in seeing some movement breakdowns or getting some kettlebell ideas, we've been dropping that uh, more recently. Some kettlebell complexes. Be sure to get that on YouTube and Instagram because that's where that information is going to be enough of the housekeeping. So rehab purgatory, um, as, as described in that intro there, what happens commonly is everyone's marketing and advertising is around getting to the root cause. And that is important. And we talk about that as well. But sometimes we see that taken too far and providers and practitioners or even individuals feel it is they're responsible to understand what all the tiny little nuances and underlying potential triggers or cause might that might be there in order to quote unquote fully heal and make yourself able and ready to return. Now, this is a very, very broad concept um, and, and, and topic because while I am while I'm saying this I am not negating or downplaying the the importance of understanding baseline movement principles or certain restrictions or weaknesses within the body that obviously are attributing to 
to to to pain to to your recovery so on and so forth but i do find that and we 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 treat gen population right while we do have athletes that we work with uh this narrative and conversation changes a little bit but even more importantly with athletes they're trying to get right back into their their field to play as quick as possible and for for the majority of us who are following along and paying attention after an injury, after you get injured, there is a there is a period of obviously recovery, right? And uh, there's 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 certain elements that we need to be able to hit and do during that recovery process. Now, when we're returning, we see from PTs, massage, chiropractors, personal trainers, anyone who's kind of involved in this quote unquote rehab um, world or rehab. Uh, profession is we want to give exercises that help stair step you into the next level. But the foundation of progressive, meaning you progressing, is progress, right? You need to be able to show progress in order for us to feel like we're actually going anywhere. And this was this was sparked by two of our more recent patients who were stuck in this element of I don't feel ready or I cannot do something until I loosen up and I stretch and I work on these imbalances or these weaknesses within my body. And we we just, you know, we encourage the question of like, well, what do you think would happen if you started working out or training and you did not have those elements completely uh, fixed or dealt with? And essentially the conclusion came to, well, I, it wouldn't change all that much. Um, uh, you know, some were worried of running the risk of potentially re-injuring again, but, but, but going through the assessment and the orthopedic evaluation and, and highlighting that the likelihood and, and through the assessment process, we don't think anything's actually broken or damaged. The likelihood of you re-injuring or doing something bad because your imbalances or your weaknesses or your tightness, your tightness is not fixed is pretty low. Right. So what we try to encourage is just trying to gain some momentum, right? When you're in acute injury, sometimes we have to slow people down, but there's still a lot that you can do early on in your acute phase of maintaining the progress that you had, maintaining mobility, strength, and other areas of your body while that healing process go is going on. But more importantly, this is for these chronic patients who have had issues realistically more than three months, but we're looking at six a year or even two years down the road. And they just get stuck. It's just like, my body feels off. It feels tight. And I need to stretch all the time and I need to do this or this, but I'm not working out because I don't, I, I'm just not ready to do that. And and so we need to encourage them and, and show them and prove to them that their body is in fact ready. Now you're going to be sore because you haven't been working out or training. You can't downplay that. But but laying out that conversation, the narrative of just the expectations of like you will be sore, but that's different than what you're experiencing now. That is a good thing. That means we're actually working and training muscles and joints and tendons uh, and tissue, so on and so forth. So if you are finding that you're stuck in this 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 loop of you know I'm doing all the right things I'm just not getting anywhere or I feel that I'm always having to stretch in order to feel better to feel looser or I feel like I always have to activate my glutes or activate my lats or activate a certain muscle group in order to be ready to go I think you need to start asking different questions and and figuring out how to just you know skip ahead a little bit and see how things go 
And the reference that we we will commonly use is context, right? All of those things are important. The activations, the stretching, you know, opening up, whatever we want to call it, are things that we discuss and the things that we we definitely use. There are certain limitations, quote unquote, root causes that are the reason why we're not able to progress or deal with a chronic injury or something like that, right? But unless you phrase it with some context, uh, your body's not going to know what to do with it, right? So uh, just this morning, we had a new patient who was talking about firing his firing his glutes, right? He's worked with PTs, personal trainers, a number of different people where he's just had this issue where he's not been able to fire his glutes. And he's just wrapped up in this idea that he cannot do squats and other big quote-unquote movements unless he's able to fire his glutes, and so, you know, the the first question was, well, how do you even know if your glutes are firing? And simply was, it was, well, they get sore. Well, soreness goes beyond activation and firing, right? Soreness means you're actually working them out. So that movement you're doing is still good, but if you're just doing that without any progress, you're not able to create more context for your body that allows it to understand how the movement principles are applied and how you start connecting the dots to be able to hike longer, be stronger in a sport, to be able to lift more weights, to feel more able-bodied with you know, yard work or projects around the house. So we use this phrase of context commonly because it helps create a better narrative between how your body operates. Again, all the majority of what we're really talking about doing is we are making physiological changes by loading, excuse me, <clears throat> by loading the tendons, the muscles, so on and so forth. They will get stronger. They will become more robust. Um, they will they will become more resilient. That is true. But when we're talking about recovering from injuries, acute or chronic, a lot of the conversation is, is working on the neural drive and the movement patterns that help you move again after injury, create confidence after injury, so on and so forth. Because we, it is, it has been well documented and showed that we do have decreased muscle activation after an injury. Why? Because your your body doesn't want you to injure it again. It suppresses that. And so part of this is 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 creating movement opportunities or opportunities in which you move that your body can then reintegrate and figure out those pathways again. And the more you do that in the different ways that you do that provides a wider range of content which makes you more able-bodied. So that's why the, the said principle, specific adaptations to impose demands, um, can be a benefit and sometimes a detriment, right? Because that's, that says through specificity, we get better when we do specific things, right? So if I, which the, I have this conversation quite often, through my biased likes and wants, I primarily do kettlebell work, right? So I have become very efficient and good at doing kettlebell workouts. Now I can progress it to make it harder for me so that I continue to get stronger. Uh, I try to mix in other elements of kettlebell work that I don't normally do so I can get some more variety, but my body has become efficient and, and created specific demands, uh, specific adaptations to those imposed demands. Now it helps me I would have some good carryover to other movements such as barbell and different things like that. 
But if all I did was ever that and never other things, I, w- I would lose the ability to lift the barbell well or to do certain, certain gymnastic movements or certain body weight movements because I'm only doing one thing. So this is, this is what happens with the rehab purgatory is you get really good at doing glute bridges. You get really good at glute activations, but you can't do anything more. Your body gets tapped out. So then when you try to return back to fitness, you feel, you feel weak. You feel um, like your body's not able to actually do more than, than that. And that's the issue at hand is we just get wrapped up in this. I need to stretch. I need to activate. I need to wait. I need to do this before we actually challenge the body to do the things that the body needs to do. Now, what would that be? Well, it depends on the person, right? That's why you have to have a conversation about your goals and your expectations of what things you actually want to run into or want to return to. Sorry. And, and, and what we always refer back to is, well, so that's, that's exactly what we need to do. I have a postpartum patient who wants to return back to running. Is that okay? Have we tried it yet? No. Okay. Well, you need to try it so we can get an idea of where we actually stand. Now we don't say go run a 5k, walk, run, walk, run, so on and so forth. Same individual or different individual. Hey, I want to get back to deadlifts. Great. We've built up the foundation of understanding how to activate or how to brace your core, how to hinge, how to do certain things. You have the green light to do it. Nothing's broken. Nothing's wrong. Do it. Get feedback. Come back. Give me that context so that we can help reframe, repattern, reposition, or do whatever we need to do to change it. Or you might literally feel... I felt great. Good. Go with it. That's that's what we're looking for is to get that 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 green light of just say it's 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 all good. So don't let yourself be held back just because someone told you you're not ready. If you feel like you're ready, you need to start pushing the envelope. If you're getting frustrated, that probably means you're ready to go to that next level. Um, now I will sidebar, make a side note. Some of you are frustrated because you got injured and you can't rush physiology as far as healing. But again, there are a, a, um, there are many things that you can still do while you are recovering from an injury that allows you to maintain the momentum that you had from working out before, right? So it's not just sit and wait and then get sucked back into that loop. Um, so I hope that helps some of you more specifically, this is a little bit more tailored to those that have chronic pain who's just been like, you know, I want to get back. I'm not sure. I'm not ready. I feel like I need to do this, this, and this before I know nothing's wrong, but you know, I, I, I don't know. Something's telling you, you need to hold back for whatever reason. And part of it just is a lack of confidence. I can I completely agree with that. I'm not trying to downplay and say you're not doing enough and you're not pushing yourself. All I'm asking you to do is to try. It doesn't mean go be dumb about it. Just try it. Then you'll get some information. You'll create more context to help your body understand where you actually are at. And then you know, here's my starting point, or here's where I'm at right now. If I want to be here, I got to bridge that gap somehow. And that's setting up a program, that's understanding movement patterns, that's understanding lifting. Uh, but it doesn't have to be that complex. Uh, we'll we'll do another episode here in a moment um, coming up talking about kind of uh, it's an integration of my health journey, but why I love kettlebells and just some of the programming that I do. Now, I will be biased and say I do have gaps and holes in this programming, but this is kind of a season of life. This is where I'm at, and it allows me to get the majority of what I want and what I need out of 
training um, when it's set up this way. So if you're interested in that, uh, be sure to check out the upcoming episodes to get that story. Um, that's all I got for you guys today. Hopefully that was helpful. Again, uh, one last word of advice is reach out for help. If you feel like you're stuck, that's the whole reason why there's professions like ours. This is what we're this is what we're good at. We're good at helping you find the holes, find the gaps, understanding where you are to where you want to be able to be to to set up a plan for that. And sometimes just to just to just to navigate a conversation with you to say, no, you're good. You can do this, right? Uh, sometimes people just want the blessing to be able to move forward uh, and that gives them all the confidence in the world. So if, if that's you and you're having hesitation, you know where to find us. You can reach out to us, uh, www.liveloudlife.com. Hello at liveloudlife.com is our email. Um, you can call our office, 303-717-6323. Uh, we do virtual consorts as well. So if you're if you're not local and you want some help, um, again, we just have a conversation like this. I get to know your injury, your chronic injuries, where you are now, what you're doing, what you want to be able to do. And even if I'm not able to provide hands-on care, I promise you that we'll be able to help set you up with the plan moving forward. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Live loud. Thank you.